Hello and welcome to this week's journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Madalina Chobano, and in this week's episode, we'll hear about some of the factors that influence people's decisions about trusting and engaging with news on social media, as well as some of the do's and don'ts for newsrooms interacting with their readers on Facebook. Our guest this week is Joy Meyer, who, as per her Twitter bio, works in strategy and teaching at the intersection of journalism and community. She wears different hats and works as an adjunct faculty member at the Pointer Institute, an adjunct lecturer at University of Florida, and as a consulting fellow for the Reynolds Journalism Institute at the University of Missouri. Today we'll hear from Joy about the Reynolds Journalism Institute project she has spearheaded called Trusting News, which began in 2016 with the aim of finding out how journalists and news organizations can influence how their audiences engage with their stories on social media. So Trusting News is a project of the Reynolds Journalism Institute. I pitched to them a project around really trying to understand how journalists could influence what their users decide to consume. So if you think about especially on social media, if you think about the constant stream of information and all the choices people make about what to click on and what to believe and what to share and what to engage with, I really wanted to drill down on what factors influenced what they decided to engage with so that journalists could try to take advantage of that. So the more we know about what encourages people to share and comment, the more intelligently and thoughtfully we can invite those interactions. After spending a few months at the beginning of 2016 to do the initial research, Joy worked with 14 newsrooms across the US, including a regional magazine, a regional TV station and a community newspaper, to outline engagement strategies each outlet could deploy on social media to have a better rapport with their readers. The strategies were in place for a period of about three months and fell under these three categories. Tell your story, engage authentically and deploy your fans. The first one was tell your story which basically means explain your value, explain your process, look for opportunities to invite people to better understand who you are and what you offer. It's interesting to me how hard it was for journalists to even figure out what story they wanted to tell about themselves. What is it we want people to think of when they see us show up in their feed? What feelings do we want people to have about us? What do we offer that our competitors don't? In several of the newsrooms, they really struggled with that question and had to have some serious conversations before they were ready to begin telling their story just about what their story actually was. So some of those strategies were things like, you know, don't just post a link to a story you did. Say, this story is an example of our commitment to blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, we'd love to be able to share stories like this. Some newsrooms really experimented with explaining their credibility, like here's how many years of experience our newsroom has, or we're your neighbors, we live here too. Or um, the reason you can trust our dining team is because it's made up of a former restaurant owner and a former food critic, and we really know our stuff. So just looking for ways to really invite people to better understand who you are. The second theme we called Engage Authentically, and this is really about, you know, being human, being genuine, being present. And in terms of mistakes that journalists make, I am floored by how often I still see journalists getting asked questions and comments, and they're not there to answer. You know, um, people will will ask a follow-up question about a story or even a direct question to the newsroom about how they know something or 
um, how they found something out, and they just don't even get a reply. So first step is being there to listen. Um, but then we really experimented with tone, with the way that we wrote, with the way that we engaged in comments, fact-checking comments, explaining our processes, that sort of thing, and hosting conversation. What conversation prompt do people tend to participate in and which ones fall flat and why? The third theme we called Deploy Your Fans, and this one is about how you get the people who already trust you and follow you to share what you do. The interesting timing of this project meant that this summer when Facebook announced that their algorithm was really favoring posts made by pages over posts made by individuals, that happened right in the middle of when our newsrooms were testing things. So it's just so clear that people tend to trust their friends and family more than they trust brand pages. And so the more we can get people to share, the better. So we experimented with wording, like, can you just ask people to share? It turns out you really can on certain kinds of story, just say, please share this, as long as it's seen as being in the public interest and not just self-service for the journalists. There are lots of ways to ask people to share. You can also ask people to tag their friends, which is another kind of sharing. So when you share a story that says like, you know, here are some unheralded hiking trails in the area, say tag a friend you want to go on a hike with. That totally works, some of our newsrooms found. The aim was to compare the levels and quality of engagement of the participating outlets with the average engagement rate of their own regular posts, as opposed to comparing them to each other. Each of the strategies that we tested, we kind of set out what the metrics would be for that strategy, and it was a range. Certainly, some strategies were looking for positive response of some sort, whether that's likes or comments. Other strategies, comments mattered more. Other strategies were specifically looking at sharing and tagging. But with all the strategies, we compared the posts to the average engagement rate for the newsroom. And this is a metric that Facebook's main insights download doesn't give you, but I always begin Facebook analysis by calculating engagement rate. Engagement rate compares the number of people reached by a post to the number of people who engage with a post. And so we were able to look at each newsroom over the duration of the project and see what their average engagement rate was, and then compare that to posts made as part of this project to see if the posts were more or less engaging than the traditional posts that they were trying. And then we also looked at qualitative information. We looked at the quality of conversation. We looked at what the newsroom said about whether they were surprised by how well posted or how, um, how poorly they did, how hard they were to write. So it was a variety of things. However, there were some things newsrooms had in common, such as a similar rate of success for approaching a Facebook post in a certain way, or asking their readers to interact with topics they hadn't really expressed an interest in. The most interesting thing that we found, and this was true across strategies, is that the most effective posts really anticipated what users would want to interact with. And I would say that one of the biggest mistakes journalists make is inviting interaction on things we wish people would interact with rather than things we know that they do want to interact with. So we'll try to start conversations around topics that no one really wants to talk about. Or we will, you know, really neglect to frame a post in a way that invites people to connect with it. We'll tend to just put information out there and hope it stands for itself, like, oh, people should care about this, rather than really saying, now, why would someone want to connect with this? Why would someone want to share it? How will someone feel about this? And across the strategies we found that if we invest in trying to understand how people feel and what their motivation might be for interacting, then we'll have posts that get more interaction. The full results of this first phase of trusting news, as well as examples of successful Facebook posts from the participants and ideas you can steal in your own newsroom, can be found on trustingnews.org. Joy is now working on the second phase of the project, in which 30 newsrooms have signed up to have face-to-face -face conversations with people who both trust and don't trust their reporting, to go beyond just the patterns revealed by the data. What we learned in the first phase of the trusting news work is 
what people engaged with on social media, but we're really just guessing about why. We look for patterns in the data and we then extrapolate from that things we want to test and things we want to do. But we can't say for sure this person engaged with this because of this specific indicator unless they mentioned it in the comments. So the next phase of the work is inviting newsrooms to have face-to-face conversations with their communities about how they decide what to trust. So I have 30 newsrooms signed up for this next phase. They each published a questionnaire inviting people to say how inclined they are to trust the news in general, name three news brands they really trust and three they tend not to trust. Um, Just a few basic questions like that. And from those questionnaire responses, newsrooms are picking four people to do face-to-face interviews with. They're going to look across the diversity of race, political views, age, and also inclination to trust. So they'll be having face-to-face conversations with people who say they don't trust journalists at all and people who are big fans of journalism. What's been really interesting to me watching the 30 newsrooms deploy these questionnaires is that in some cases, more than a thousand news consumers are replying to questionnaires and many of them are indicating a willingness to be interviewed. It's so exciting to see how many news consumers want to talk about trust. So that those 30 newsrooms are set and they're working, but I do have a way for individuals who want to participate to do that. If you go to bit.ly slash trust interviews, there's an interview guide that anyone can use. If you're just an individual journalist or a freelancer or in a newsroom that didn't get to sign up for the full project, and you just want to sit down with anyone for about an hour and talk about how they decide what news to trust, I would absolutely love to have your participation. If you try out any of the trusting news approaches to engagement on Facebook, let us know if and how the conversation with your readers changes. Thanks for listening to the journalism.co.uk podcast.